0: This is a diet of Brussels. Can we be forced to do something that we voted against? I'm I'm asking this question because uh, during this week uh, we had a uh, vote uh, in the Council about quotas for reallocation of migrants. One of the big stories, or big aspects of that, was that four Central East European countries... uh, pretty much led by uh, Hungary, had voted against the proposal. And this was uh, presented in some quarters as an example of how the EU forces countries into decisions that they don't want to do. Now, in in that perspective, yes, uh, those uh, countries have been uh, required to uh, sign up to the uh, agreement. On the other hand, um, it's an indication of the way that the EU has increasingly worked. And the reason for that is that if you think about a system that now has uh, 28 member states, finding uh, a unanimous uh, decision becomes ever more difficult. One of the real issues that uh, the EU and its predecessor organisations found a long time before this, even back when it was uh, only uh, 9 and 12 members, was that um, often decisions would run into the sand because one country, uh, maybe simply just one, would uh, stand uh, against a a particular decision and there was no way to get round that. And so one of the big changes that you saw uh, taking place uh, from the 1980s was the introduction of more majority voting. And the idea was simply that um, you would either have a, a simple majority, but more commonly you would have a weighted majority, which was roughly equal to the size of the country's populations. Uh, uh, they were given different weightings, uh, and then now we've moved it through different versions of this qualified majority voting system. Uh, to the to the current one, and the idea is that uh, it means that one country or a small group of countries can't block decision making. Importantly, it also means that uh, large member states, uh, so the big uh, five, so that's Germany, France, the UK, Italy, Spain. Uh, Poland, I think, is probably the, the next largest that we've got. That those countries by themselves can't force through decisions, that they have to work with other countries to provide a, a broad coalition of support. And this is part of the kind of quid pro quo, and the, the fact that we've gone through different iterations of this qualified majority voting system is a reflection of the, the changing complexion of the EU, the way that we've now got many more small member states. Uh, than we used to, that it used to be quite well balanced between large and small. However, you might say, well, still, that's still majority voting, and it still means that countries can be outvoted. At the same time, member states uh, decide what is going to be decided under majority voting, and they do that unanimously. So everything is encapsulated within the treaties, and uh, the, those treaties have to be ratified and approved uh, through national mechanisms. So every country has gone through some kind of ratification procedure, whether that's a referendum or, more usually, parliamentary approval. So member states accept that sometimes uh, they might be on the wrong side of an argument. Now, why would they do that? The reason is is that the EU is... Uh, a space for lots of different policies and lots of different issues to be discussed. Member States make the calculation that, yes, they might be outvoted on some issues, but that will be offset by being able to advance things that have been blocked by others. Now, uh, in practice, the EU has tended to try and avoid situations that are divisive and exclusionary that even though we've seen many more areas fall under this qualified majority uh, voting system, uh, they try not to come up with policy decisions that are going to be obviously difficult or impossible to support uh, within uh, those dissenting member states. There's always an effort to try and find an accommodation. The degree, though, to which member states, governments, are happy to accept that, is, I think, fairly clear. I think they're, they're quite happy uh, about the system that they've got and they've developed and enhanced that system, and extended it. The difficulty comes in communicating that to publics who often haven't been through those kind of debates because it hasn't been a public discussion. And that's really where the issue has lain.